The Marine and the Hippie is a weekly conversation about current events aimed at presenting alternative viewpoints while looking for common ground. We are the Marine and the Hippie. Okay, welcome to Marine and the Hippie. This is Dialogue 23. I am the Hippie. Today, we're going to be trying to answer the question, what is our civic duty? And more specifically, what is our civic duty and responsibilities as it pertains to COVID and the pandemic? A civic duty is something that we that we do in society to make society run better. Things like stopping up stop signs, um, you know, wearing pants is a civic duty. So in in our opinion or at least in my opinion one of the civic duties to get rid of covid or the two civic duties to get rid of covid are pretty simple wear a mask and get vaccinated but some people seem to think that it's their choice and well if it is if people still think it's their choice to stop at to not stop at the stop sign or to not wear pants they are removed from society because they are part of a selfization not a civilization Doc. Yes, uh, this is a really interesting question. This is something we haven't really tackled, uh, I think, in this, this show specifically. But also, I want to say we, we don't really tackle this in the broader society itself. Like, what do we owe our society? This is a That's the duty part of it. What do we owe? It's an obligation that we have. And some people think that we don't have an obligation to anybody. We're just on our own thing. We're doing our own thing. My freedom is most important. It's paramount. And I live in a society right now which which prioritizes individual freedom over everything else. No. As a matter of fact, it requires some input from me to make sure that that society stays ordered well enough for me to actually practice my freedom. We can't have absolute freedom to do anything or from whatever kind of constraints that we want unless we live in outer space. Uh, we don't live in outer space. We live on a we live in a country, and we live in a country with three hundred other million people living in it. And we owe something to that society in order to help maintain it, to maintain a space for us to practice our freedoms. So we have a civic duty. We have a duty to our society, and part of our duty to our society is to not make other people sick. Part of our duty to society is to do whatever we possibly can to make sure that social order and public health is maintained uh, in order for you know the society to properly run and for us all to stay healthy rather than just yourself, Dylan. Uh, I don't want to be nice today, so I don't want to say not to make people sick. The stop sign is there so I don't kill somebody, the, kid, the person who's walking across the street, and I got a vaccine and I wear a mask so I don't kill somebody else, so I'm not a murderer. We're not talking about, this is not about personal choice and like, oh, I, you know, it's okay. You know, the flu goes around in, in, in society and it kills people. Yeah, but it's also not considered a deadly virus. It kills people at a different level than COVID and the science on it is different. Doc? And this is something we were talking about before the show. When you look at some antisocial behavior. And Dylan brought up driving through stop signs. We obey stop signs when there's no cops around, not because we're so worried about getting ticketed, though some people do uh, worry about that when they drive through stop signs. But we, we obey stop signs because we want to make sure that no one dies in the intersection. And we will stop at the intersection. I mean, it's like a, the, like the simplest thing. You know, it's a safety thing. We understand how it is safety, and most of us obey stop signs, even if there is no cop there to enforce a stop sign. And in the society, we have a law that sanctions people that drive through stop signs for good reason, because there are some assholes out there who don't like to stop at stop signs. 
Now, we also have laws in this country that prevent knowing and willful spread of sexually transmitted diseases like HIV. It is a crime to willingly and knowingly transmit HIV to other people, especially if they don't know that you're doing it. That's a crime. We can actually haul those people and throw them in jail because that's seen as antisocial behavior. And so the question I have then is, why don't we treat COVID the same way we do HIV? Because COVID kills people just like HIV. Why do we let those people get a pass and have their conscience and to, you know, we were supposed to empathize and understand them when they're knowingly transmitting diseases that will kill people. Dylan? Yeah, and I think you're being nice today. Um <laughs> I, I because, can't help it. I'm a nice guy. I, these people are, you know, but, yeah, okay, murder. Yeah, but fine. but yeah, but we do send people to jail who have HIV and and knowingly transmit it because they're 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 doing something against their civic responsibility. Their civic responsibility as an HIV patient is to is to willingly and openly share their their diagnosis with their sexual partners. Now. COVID's the same way. We don't know that we have it, but we can assume that most people either have it, are vaccinated, or are going to get it. Because it's moving around society, around the civilization globally, at an alarming rate. And the only way to solve this is to do two things. It's either it's to wear a mask and it's to get vaccinated. Now, if we look at the, the, the world of HIV, that means the HIV patient in today's world doesn't have too many problems. They take their antivirals, their their virus load gets down to undetectable. And guess what? They can have sex without a condom. But, but, but still doesn't change the fact that they have still have to wear a condom or disclose their status before having sex with a new partner. It's the same thing with 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 COVID. Since day one, I've been wearing a mask. Why? Because out in society, I don't know who's who and wh- wh- who has what. When I come home to my girlfriend or my mom, I don't wear a mask. Why? Because I uh, because we have done the safety pro- protocols that we feel comfortable with, so we don't have to mer- wear a mask with each other. Same thing with a condom. Somebody who has HIV and their viral load is is that is undetectable. They can have sex without a condom with their partner. So. Why is COVID being treated differently? And why are people so stupid to under, to think that maybe COVID is even is more similar to HIV in the sense that long-term effects may come up? HIV is not AIDS. HIV is the virus that causes AIDS, meaning you get it on day one. Ten years later, you're going to be sick and die if you don't take your antivirals. How do we know that COVID is not the same? When we come back from break, we'll try to answer that question and further discuss, do we owe and have obligations to society as part of our civic duties? Thank you for listening to The Marine and the Hippie. I'm the Hippie. You're listening to Marine and the Hippie. 
Hey, you're listening to Marine and the Hippie. This is Dialogue 23. I am the Marine. I'm speaking to you from Iowa, of all places. A place where we have a growing and expanding sick rate of people now coming down more often with with COVID. And it's funny, they keep reporting on the news that 95% of the people that they see in uh, in the ER or the ICU all are unvaccinated. It's strange. You know, I got the vaccine. I'm perfectly fine, even though I'm a bus driver and I get to meet you know, vulnerable populations all day, every day. I have to wear a mask when I'm on the bus, of course, and that's to keep people safe. Now, I have a responsibility to my passengers to not get viruses from one passenger and spread it to another passenger a half hour or two two days down the road, you know, because I was stupid and didn't wear a mask. I have a responsibility, and it's my responsibility to do that. So why is it that we live in a society right now which prioritizes so-called individual freedom over this notion of civic responsibility, civic duty. Dylan, what do you think? S-T-O-O-P-I-D. People are stupid. People are taught wrong. People are educated to to, to think in, in these ways that are, are free and all open, but, and, but not within fact and not within reason and not within a connection to other people. So we're we're taught to think that ourself is the most as the most important being on the planet instead of ourselves as one of a collective in a society. Doc, let's talk about this idea of vaccine hesitancy. They keep saying vaccine hesitant. These people are vaccine hesitant, and we've we've had the vaccine now for let's see, it's the it's the eighth month, and we've had it since. I'm trying to do the math now, since February at least. So that's six months. We've had it for a half a year. And the people who are so-called vaccine hesitant are still saying something to the effect of, I don't know what the side effects of this drug are. It's experimental. None of us know anything about the drug. I don't trust the, the, you know, the, the companies that made it or whatever. Yeah, I don't trust the pharmaceutical companies either because they're just out for profit. But the matter of fact is, is that we have scientists on the ground that say the vaccine's safe. And I've taken it and I'm still alive, you know, personally. Uh, everyone that I know that's taken it is still alive too. I've never heard of someone dying. Of course, that's all anecdotal. But why do you think that people call themselves vaccine hesitant when they have no intention of ever taking the vaccine and they're just trying to find some stupid excuse for them to not take the vaccine at all so they just report vaccine hesitancy like why do we got to understand the, these people or, or what they're what they're thinking beyond this dylan what do you think we don't have to understand them we don't have to and there's no way to understand them because they're 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 not part of again they're not part of the social platform they're not part of society as a whole they should be removed from a society. We have places for that. They're called prisons. If you're antisocial, let's say another place, another civic responsibility that Doc and I were laughing about is wearing pants. Everyone wears pants or skirts. Nobody seems to argue covering up their genitalia for some reason. And the outliers that do, they will, they wind up either in mental hospitals or in prisons. Why? Because pants are part of the social construct and we do it. We wear it. We wear them. And the vaccines are, are the same thing. They're part of helping the overall society, not worrying, putting others, others first instead of you. Now the, the science on it is sound. I wasn't able to get my first vaccine vaccine until five or six weeks ago. 
because they weren't available. You know, and then you get these fools who are like, I can't find time to get my vaccine. It takes 10 minutes, 20 minutes, who cares? 20 minutes so you can have a, a, a relatively fruitful life. And if you are one of the outliers, you are one of the people that the, the vaccine hits really hard. So what? That, that is your civic duty. That is your civic duty as part of a society for the greater good of all society, for the greater good of your kids, their kids, their kids' kids. Not your survival, but survival and longevity. Duh. And let's not take our take our eyes off the fact that there are significant populations in the society that simply are not eligible to get the vaccine. There are people who are very strongly immunocompromised, and these are people who are uh, who receive like a lung transplant or something like that, and they 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 have to be on drugs that suppresses their immune system so that their body doesn't reject the lung that they just received. And there are also kids below the age of twelve who are not allowed to get vaccines because the CDC, for some reason, has decided that kids under twelve, you know, shouldn't get vaccines. I don't know what their their thought process behind that is, but they don't haven't approved them for 12 year olds yet or for 11 year olds. You know, I have one daughter who is less than 12 years old and I have a son who is more than 12 years old. He's got the vaccine and his sister is unvaccinated. So why is it that I have to tolerate other people expressing their freedom because my kid can't get vaccine, can't get vaccinated, you know, and they're putting her life at risk when they don't get vaccinated and don't wear masks and cough in my face, Dylan. And clearly these people who are anti-vaxxers, most of them, there might be a few, but they're not, they're not teachers because anybody who's a teacher looks at children with love and compassion, but they also look at children, especially under the age of 12, as petri dishes. The chances of your child not being a transmitter are pretty much zero. The, the, the chances of your child having not catching COVID at this moment, especially with the Delta variant, are probably, you know, around 0%. They will catch it and they will spread it and they will spread it to anybody who is not vaccinated and making them and make them sick because that's what kids do. They do their best at trying to be clean. They do their best at trying to be, um, listen, but that's why it's called childhood. That's why they're learning. They're learning and, you know, it's the adults in the room who are not getting vaccinated that are setting a bad example and are just are, are slowly jumping off, off of the building and committing suicide. The problem is there's people below them. I don't, I don't care at this point if you jump. Jump and die. Not my problem. But don't, don't take out innocent people on the way down who don't want to die, like the bus driver, like Doc. Who's, who's, who's driving people around. These people don't want to die. They want to get home to their families. But you're you're making that choice for them. You're saying, I'm, I'm putting my life and my desire and my fears above my, my civic responsibility, which is to do good for the greater society. When we come back, Doc will continue um, with answering the question, what is our civic responsibilities as it pertains to COVID? Again, I am Dylan, the hippie, talking to you from France, of all places.
You're listening to the Marine and the Hippie. I'm Dylan. I'm the Hippie from Turkey. And let me just tell you, Kolai Gelsen, may it be easy. Peace. Hey, you're listening to the Marine and the Hippie. This is Dialogue 23. I am the Marine Doc, and I'm speaking to you not from France, which is a very exotic place, but from Iowa, the most boring cornfield in the entire world. And something you said before the break, Dylan, kind of struck me. And you you mentioned people putting their their fears above, you know, the the, the health and safety of other people. And you know what, man? I I just have a sneaking suspicion, and maybe you can fill this out a little bit more but this is the cynic in me that's talking it's not they're not afraid they know exactly what's going on they're doing it willfully they're being willfully obstinate because of the fact that they believe that this is some kind of plot by the democrats to force everybody to take this this vaccine even though you know even though donald trump said you know said something terrible about it you know now all the republicans are getting on board saying look you should go take it and they're ignoring the republicans too it's not a fear on their part it's a willful obstinacy like they're not gonna do it no matter what anyone tells them and the more they hear people say you need to do this the more they hear people say this is going to help people and save lives the more they're just like digging in their heels and saying no i'm not going to do it and you can't make me what do you think dylan well, I've given this some thought, and it goes back to the uh, the beginning of the show. These people are taught to be stupid, S-T-O-O-P-I-D, and they've been educated wrong. And the problem is, once you accept something as a norm or accept something as being okay, it is almost impossible, unless you have the support of all around you, to change that idea or that system. I'll, I'll give an example. Back in the 1940s, everybody smoked cigarettes. Smoking cigarettes were great for you. They were great for athletes. All Olympic athletes were, were smokers. It was great for pregnancy. All to have a healthy baby, smoke Virginia Slims. If you want to have a bigger erection, smoke Marlboro or Camel unfiltered. These are man cigarettes. And then time sort of changed and, we, and, and time moved on. And we came to realize that Smoking was bad for us. And society kind of jumped on that train and, and accepted that. And they saw that and they said, okay, well, we're now going to kind of regulate smoking and, and eventually try to stop people, most people from smoking. So nobody smoking now thinks that it's good for them. They just say, I still want to smoke. And that's okay. Um, but the majority of people understand that smoking is bad for them. Now imagine you, you're an anti-vaxxer, you're afraid, you have vaccine hesitancy. And then your information silo that you're a part of, which we've talked about on the show, says, oh, I am too. So everybody around you is, is saying, I am also, I am also, I am also. And, and it builds up your confidence to believe this. And then, that, then it locks in and it locks in as your belief. It's borderline impossible to change that unless everybody else around you is saying, yeah, man, this is wrong. <laughs> you should get vaccinated. The problem is you're in this information silo or echo chamber of people around you who, who are also anti-vaxxers who are like, no, this is bad. We shouldn't do this. And they're idiots. They're stupid. They've been, they've been taught wrong. They don't apparently don't know how to use Google because when we look at civic the civic duties, we use two countries, <laughs> America and China. China has 96 
thousand cases. That's nine six zero 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 since the beginning of COVID, when they were the epicenter of COVID. Ninety six thousand cases. We have thirty six million cases in America. China, China, the Chinese know their civic duties. When they when they're told to wear masks, they wear masks. When they're told to go get their vaccine, they get vaccinated. This week, they're all going to get tested again in Wuhan because the government takes them seriously, take, takes the welfare of their people seriously, and the people, the citizens, take the welfare of each other seriously. Doc. So in the United States, it seems like we are, I would like to say, probably fatally crippled in this sense. And, you know, it almost paints a very bleak picture for those of us who are forced to still live here. You're lucky you got out. You know, you, you live in a, in a place where they also take civic responsibility a little bit more seriously. And I hate to say it, but Turkey sounds like a paradise compared to the United States, you know, in terms of civic responsibility. Because, you know, they have lockdowns there and people don't, you know, people just accept it. I guess maybe the question I should ask is, you know, how do we deal with the fact that there is still, you know, places in this country with 30% vaccination rates like, you know, Alabama and Texas and Florida of all places where there are a ton of people, but only 30% of them are vaccinated and they don't seem to take it, take it very seriously. How do we deal in the rest of the country who have actually gone out and hit the 70% mark? or the 80 or 90% mark, with the fact that these people are going to still exist in the same country and they're still going to be able to make us all sick. I mean, what's the what's the solution to this, Dylan? Well, that's, that's where I'm totally open and accepting and for um, vac- vaccine passports to get on the bus. <laughs> you know, have it be connected to your Metro card. Yeah, um, those are illegal uh, in many places in this country. They've sure, actually sure, passed that, that, laws to make them illegal. Serve it to be the fight, and that should come from the federal government to override the state government. I mean, it should just be. I mean, that, that's what they did in Portland. Whether or not the, the 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 city or the governor is for it, all the bars got together and said, "Man, we we want this shit to go away." So to get it to go away, we want only vaccinated patrons, and that's that, and that's how it should be, because. You know, with with the vaccine, with with the QR code, you just say, "Here we go. This is me. This is me. This is me, Doc." Yeah, but for every Portland, there's eight Des Moines, right? <laughs> yeah, and and it's just a it's just a matter of fact. In the United States, you know, I, you guys probably know the federalist bullshit that goes on in this country, where states seem to have freedoms that override the federal government in, in some senses. If the federal government did something like require a uh, passport of some sort. The state would just sue them, and you'd get the, the conservative-leaning you know, federal judiciary to put an injunction on the federal law for eight years while everybody dies in, for, of COVID. And that doesn't solve the problem, because the problem is, is that these people are out there making the sick right now in Des Moines and in, in Texas and in Florida. They're making the whole country continue to have to face this COVID, uh, you know, and, and there's, we can't seem to get a, ahead of it, Dylan. Well... The good news is these people, um, their numbers are going to go down. Because <laughs> they're going to die. Yeah, they're going to die. Um, again, I don't really, you know, grab on your guns, put it in your mouth, blow the back of your head off, I don't care. Go up to the top of the building, look down, see nobody's there, jump off. Don't care. But 
you know, don't don't shoot five other people before you kill yourself. Don't jump off a building into a, a into a into a, a group of people. Don't kill other people. That's kind of one of the things that makes society society. And you know, the the, the solution is eventually it'll Darwin will take care of it, take care of them because they will die, and they don't get empathy. They don't get sympathy. They don't get a tear. I don't care. They're not. They're not part of society. They're not part of civilization. They're people outside of civilization who have not bought into the basic premise that civilization is based on community, and 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 community is based on our civic duty. And our civic duty is based right now is to get our vaccine and to wear a freaking mask. Doc, finish us off. Well, I think that we have come down to the point where, at least in the United States, a death cult seems to run everything in this country and it's people when i say death cult i mean people who are literally committed to their own death as well as the death of other people and i don't know how to resolve that it kind of sucks that we got to live in that society that we live in a paranoid schizophrenic death cult society uh you know i don't know how to resolve that on marine and the hippie we like to talk about solutions to social problems uh, i guess our best choice our best option here is to just let them jump you know, they want to die as long as we can keep them segregated away from the rest of us. If that was even possible, that might be the best option because they certainly ain't going to do the right thing on their own free will, that's for sure. And they never would. I mean, there's no way to do that. But I don't know. I mean, sorry, rest of the world. The United States is going to continue to be a Petri dish for COVID for the foreseeable future. and You guys are all going to die too. Maybe this is what it's going to take. <laughs> get our heads screwed on right dylan you got any final words uh yeah I'll, I'll finish this off with a little knock against donald trump i i remember when the wall went up um and it was like oh this is this is to keep the illegal immigrants out well maybe the wall is there for a different purpose and i think COVID has made it clear that and doc has kind of made it clear that uh maybe the wall is to keep us in and the wall is there to keep us in so you know we stop doing more harm than good. And, you know, that's it. So thank you for listening to Dialogue 23 with the Marine and the Hippie. Do we have civic duties like wearing a mask and getting vaccine? This is Dylan signing off from France. And this is Doc also signing off from uh, Iowa. If you want to check us out on the web, on the uh, information superhighway, as we used to call it, uh, check us out, Marine and the Hippie, marineandhippie.com. You can get all our socials and you can get our address there and everything like that. You can like our shows and listen to us and tell all your friends about us and, and make sure you wear a mask. Do the civically responsible thing. If you are part of our audience, we know you're already smarter than the average person. And so, therefore, uh, we are encouraging you to continue to ex exhibit your intelligence. It's obviously superior to about 30% of the population. Uh, and wear your mask out in public. This is Doc um, from Iowa. This is Dylan from France. And we hope you all have a good week. Talk to you later. Ciao. Hey, this is Dylan with the marine and the hippie i'm the hippie for more information on the marine 
Follow Doc at supernova underscore earth on Twitter and listen to the Supernova Earth Show on Spotify. For more information on The Hippie, follow Dylan at Gezi and Me on Twitter and read his blog at observationsfromthespectrum.org.